0: الحمد لله وقفى وسلام على عباده الذين صطفا أما بعد فأعذب الله من الشيطان رجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدى أنهم سبؤ لنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وصلام عل مرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صلِّ على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صلِّ على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم we uh, live in a time and in a place, and i'm going to be repeating some of the um discussion from the last gathering mainly because for those of you that were here, I had lost my voice, so I was only able to share uh very briefly so I'm going to inshallah cover that once again today uh we live in in a time and in a place uh in which uh, it's, it's very easy to follow the lives of others. We live in a time and in a place where it's become very easy to follow the lives of others. And while there's benefits that come with that, um, what it unfortunately tends to do is it prevents us from reflecting upon our own state and our own life. So just if you look at the world today, Uh, If I want to follow the life of my friend, it's very easy. I can follow, get minute-to-minute updates. If I want to follow the life of someone across the world, very easy. I can get minute-to-minute updates. there's a major event happening in the world, I can follow the lives of the people that are involved in that activity, that event, that conflict, whatever it may be. So what happens is that we become so caught up sometimes in the lives of others that it becomes very difficult for us to find time to reflect upon our own life. And one question that we should be asking ourselves consistently or constantly on a daily basis is, is my existence here today at this moment, is my existence here good for me and good for those around me? Is my existence currently in this world good for me and good for those around me? Sometimes we take this question for granted, right? We assume that My just being in existence, my being alive, is somehow by default a good thing for myself. We assume by default that my being alive and in existence right now is by default a good thing for me. Now, there's a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that I think is such a powerful hadith. It comes in An Nasai in his collection. And it's a du'a that's related to us that the Prophet ﷺ used to make. It's a very lengthy du'a. It's, you know, it covers you know, many, multiple points. Uh, and I introduced this du'a last time, and I just want to continue. And it's possible that we'll continue this du'a for the next few gatherings. The Prophet ﷺ used to make this du'a. al khalq He starts off by saying that, Oh Allah, by your knowledge of the unseen and your power over creation... And then he asks for the following things, right? By your knowledge of the unseen and your power over everything. Knowledge of the unseen meaning you know every single thing. Whether we can see it or not, you are fully aware of it. And number two, your power over everything. Allah Ta'ala is all-powerful. Just factoring in your knowledge and your power, I ask from you the following. So the Prophet Wasallam he begins the dua in this way. And the dua starts off, the first dua or supplication the Prophet makes to Allah. He says, He says, أَحْيِنِي مَا عَلِمْتَ الْحَيَاةَ وَتَوَفَّنِي مَا So powerful. He says, O oh Allah, keep me alive so long as you know that living is good for me. Keep me alive so long as you, Allah, know that living, my existence here right now, is good for me. And um, make me pass away when you know that death is better for me. Make me pass away when you know that death is better for me. It's a very, very powerful du'a. Very powerful du'a. Look, let's take a couple background points here. Background point number one. We all have one sole purpose for our existence. We only have one purpose for our existence in this world and that purpose is to prove to Allah that we have made him our sole pursuit our purpose here this 10 15 50 60 70 years is to prove to Allah before we die that we have made him our sole pursuit let me simplify that our sole purpose is to pursue Allah enter And for Allah to know that He and He alone is all that we're interested in in this world. We have no other motive, no other inclination, no other desire, except to pursue Him for every single moment that we're in existence. That's the purpose of us being here. That's the purpose of life in general. And the pursuit of Allah is what makes our irrelevant lives fully relevant if I transform my life in such a way that I now go from pursuing everything else and then I decide consciously to pursue Allah and I commit my life to the pursuit of Allah, now I've made irrelevant fully relevant. That's background point number one. Background point number two is it's an absolute fact that every single soul, all of us, are going to have to experience death. All of us are going to have to experience death we've seen it we've witnessed it in the lives of other people around us we've read books of history and we just know that the way this world works there is no possibility that any person is ever going to survive past let's say 100 or 150 years we know that we know that every single soul is going to pass we know that death is inevitable for all of us it's a fact of life it's a fact of life so in understa- so so in understanding that point we recognize you know that we are going to have to go. It's inevitable. Either I go in a state in which my Lord is pleased with me, or I leave this world in a state in which my Lord is not pleased with me. That's the second background point. Right? Background point number one is that we, our sole purpose is the pursuit of Allah. Number two, background point number two, is that we all have to go anyway. So if we have to leave this world, and we have to move on to something, let's say, uh, beyond this world— it might as well be in such a way that is um, uh, approved by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Okay, so let's return back to this dua the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi would make. I mean, such its so deep, right? Like when, when you when you when you put this all together, he says, um, "O oh Allah, ahyini ما علمت hayata خيرًا لي," like keep me alive, keep me alive for as long as you know that that is what's best for me. I mean, it's amazing. Look at the wording the Prophet is using as well. Just the adab of interacting with our Allah. He's not saying, keep me alive for as long as I know it's good for me. He's saying, you know all. You see all. You hear all. You know the realities of my, uh, of, of my coming into this world. You know the realities of the thoughts that go through my mind. You know what's deep within my heart. You know my deeds. You know my sins. So you obviously, O oh Allah, you know, you know, Uh, That if my existence in this world right now is good for me, you know it. And if you know that this is good for me, meaning it's allowing me to succeed, then keep me alive. Keep me alive. Because I want to be here pursuing you, loving you, showing you that I care about you, and, and, and making my sole purpose you and you alone. Keep me alive so I can continue to live my life in accordance with this pursuit. Keep me alive. If you know that this is what's good for me and my existence here is going to earn me a very high place in Jannah, it's going to earn me salvation in the Akhirah. it's going to earn me the company of the Prophet Sallallahu it's going to earn me an easy reckoning. Keep me alive. Let me continue. Let me continue. He says, But, But if you know But if you know that death is better for me, then let me leave because I have to go anyway. Meaning, if I was to, let's say, uh, you know, live another 30 or 40 years and it's filled with the disobedience of Allah and it's filled with heedlessness of God or maybe even filled with a future in which I don't believe in you altogether, which is going to bring me harm for all of eternity in the future, just take me away. If, that's what's, if you know that's what's best for me, just, just take me away. Make, make me leave this world. So it's very, very important, you know. Now, it's, it's interesting because we live in this world. Sometimes, you know, we think that, our, that we're God's gift to mankind or God's gift to, God's gift to society as a default, right? I'm in this world, and everyone around me is benefiting just because I'm here. And I myself am benefiting because of my own existence, And we automatically assume that our existence is serving me well. That's the default state. But it's important for us to consider an alternate alternate reality. That perhaps, you know, my being here is not serving my ultimate purpose. Now... The Prophet is reminding us of this hadith, right? Let's, just, let's take a step back. Actually, let me clarify some misconceptions. Number one, this hadith is not suggesting to us that we should ever be wishing for death. In fact, in another similar narration in which the Prophet makes his dua, he starts off by saying that none of you should ever wish death upon yourself. No, like, no suicidal ideations of harming myself. No, no one should ever wish that death upon themselves. But if someone were to want to make some dua or some desire about death, this is the dua that they should make. So let's make that very clear right now. The second is, this dua is not intending to tell us, this idea of, oh Allah, take me away. It's not intending to tell us that, look, my existence here is futile. It's futile, like I need to just move on from this world. That's not the approach that we take as believers. It's designed to drive us into action. It's designed to serve as a reminder for us that I have to make every single moment count. And I have to make every single moment be in the pursuit of Allah in some way, shape, or form. Because that's what's, that's what's making irrelevant relevant. And that's what's, that's what's guaranteeing me success in the long run. So it's to drive action and change within us. The Prophet also is simply reminding us, number one, that Allah knows all. He knows. He brought us into this world. And He's going to take us away, number one. Number two, be reflective and think consciously, you know, I'm here, I can't just assume that I'm, you know, that I'm some gift to, 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 to the world. I have to think deeply about myself, and what, am I serving my purpose? Am I serving the creation of Allah? Am I serving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly? You know, is my existence here what's beneficial for me? And it should drive us into action. It should drive us into action. So the take-home from today, from from today's reminder is, uh, and I hope to continue this dua, you know, because there's so much more. Number one is to make every single moment count. Make every single moment count. You know, if I'm, when I, I I should want that Allah Ta'ala keep me alive so that I can continue to pursue Him in every single moment. Now, that's not restricted to, Worship in the masjid. That's not restricted to serving my own purpose. Uh, serving, my, serving myself. It's, it's, it's very expansive. The pursuit of Allah is what's in my heart. But that translates into coming to the masjid. And that translates into, into reading Quran. And that translates into becoming a selfless individual that cares about others more than, more than I care about myself. That's the driving force behind that. Once I cease to become a service to myself and my akhirah, And a service to those around me, and I'm now just caught up in myself, caught up in uh, the mundane of this world. You know, I should, I should want that before that happens. I want Allah Taala to take me away because I have to go anyway. And the second take-home point is that we should make this dua. We should make this dua as well that Allah keep me alive for as long as you know that is what's best for me, and I know I have to leave anyway. And before I make some big slip-up or some big mistake and I just leave, you know, you all together, take me away. I have to go anyway. You know, it's, um, uh, it's a very, I mean, it requires a lot of self-contemplation and self-reflection. Right? This, is, this is me sitting, facing the qibla, and conversing with my Lord. And saying, Oh Allah, thank you for bringing me into this world. Allow me to serve in every single moment that I live in this world. Make me that servant of yours where I'm pursuing you through the service of you and through the service of your creation. And make my every moment in that way. And before I begin to slip away or I start heading down this path that, you know, I myself would consider to be disgraceful, I have to leave this world, Allah. If you know it's best for me to leave before that happens, let me go. Now this brings solace to us in a way, right? Because... Uh, you know, sometimes we have loved ones that have passed away and we begin to wonder, you know, what's their Akhirah going to look like? If They left it in this world in a state of iman. Alhamdulillah. Because Allah Ta'ala allowed them to leave this world at a time that was good for them. And we should also desire the same. You know, when we make the dua, uh, the, oh Allah, make my final moments be the kalima la ilaha illallah sallallahu, What are we really asking from Allah? We're saying to Allah, before I leave this world, please make sure I leave in a state in which you're pleased with me. This, so I is highlighting that as well. that so We ask Allah that, oh Allah, keep me alive. Now, Again, this is to drive within us a reflective state, one that drives us toward change in our life so that we begin to truly pursue Allah. Because the reality is, Allah Ta'ala is going to decide when we're going to leave this world. I can't be waiting around for that. In fact, I can't even be asking for it according to the sunnah, the Prophet I have to just accept Allah kept me here. I have to now make every moment, take it from irrelevant and take it from mundane to relevant and uh, rewarded and in the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to um, to recite this dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us uh, alive in this world um, uh, until he's pleased with us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us away at a time that is pleasing to him. Uh, and allow our our return to Him to be comfortable. Wa aakhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillah, our alamin.